0: Welcome to the Made For More podcast, hosted by yours truly. If you don't know me, hey, I'm Isabel, certified mindset and embodiment coach, aspiring writer and heart-led leader of rewriting your own story, taking the leap with your desires with faithful practices, soul-aligned choices, mindset framework, and gravitating towards your God-given dreams. Here, you'll find me and many other guests, like-minded, who rebuilt their paths from scratch. It's not about the ending that makes it worth it, it's about who you become on the journey, which I invite you into mine every episode, every pivotal step of the way, as every awakening and every new beginning enters a chapter that you get to take the pen and paper and paint the picture of what it's like to continuously show up as the main character in the best-selling book you have yet to write. This is where I started and where I'm still learning. But it all began with one little shift, and that is why I'm here to teach you the path that you get to choose once you decide that you are inevitably and undeniably made for more. Hello, guys. I am so thrilled to be joined with a fellow made for more client of mine this week who had invested into a one to one coaching package with me back in the summer of twenty twenty two. Today, I welcome Ron Vargo, who has successfully transitioned his life around in order to ignite pure happiness, love, peace, fulfillment, and overall confidence when it comes to pursuing his future ahead. Throughout this episode, you'll hear all about his journey from beginning to now, prior to any personal growth before coaching, and how committing to himself was ultimately the goal towards shifting his world to complement his version of what the ultimate dream lifestyle was meant for him. I'm so happy to be sharing the very first client success story on the podcast. I hope you all gain much needed insight and most importantly grasp any answers you need from his journey, his insight, his clarity, and his results that you need in order to take the action step towards knowing that you are already deserving of an abundant amount of what you were already meant for and cultivating the inevitable version of you who gets to show up for you all right oh my goodness ron i am so 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 over the moon that we're able to reconnect here today um as this is pretty much your follow-up of how everything has been going for you since our last call how long has it been
1: uh let's see our last uh what was it october 14th i believe was our last um our last call.
0: Wow, it's been so fast. I feel like it's been, I feel like it was just like a few weeks ago. Actually, the
1: 10th. (laughs) I, I apologize. It was actually the 10th. So it has been a little bit longer, actually. even It's almost been two months.
0: Almost been two months. Wow. So before we get into how your life has been the last two months and a little bit more of your story, I want to know as just a brief little breaking the ice introduction. um, This is something fun. I do with most of my clients. I I saw you were asking about it. Um, Tell me, what is your Zodiac sign?
1: So my Zodiac sign is a Capricorn. I I did a little bit of digging Not I'm going to do some more, but I know we had talked about this briefly during, you know, one or two of our calls. Um, But the Capricorn is, is loyal. And I'm very loyal. And I expect that from others being, whether it be friends or family, um, and they have a moral compass and they're a rule follower. And when I read that, I just about fell over because that's me to a T. Oh,
0: yes. With that being said, what would be like the top three words that you hundred percent identify with?
1: I'm very honest. I'm very moral and I'm very loyal.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel like you guys with Capricorns and a lot of the Capricorns I do know, um, very much driven, very much go-getters, very much of the type that never backs down. You guys have a very serious but motivated strive whenever you put your heart and soul into something. And I think it's one of the most biggest strengths of you guys um so i just want to say that's pretty much how i saw you along our coaching journey is just somebody who was so ready to take action with the things that they were ready to ignite so i just want to applaud you for that now i want to ask what is this current chapter of your life like representing tell me a little bit about it well, it's
1: basically that I, that I found myself and discovered my worth. Mm-hmm. Um, I had lost myself. I was very, very low at a very low point. Um, just briefly, I was um, in a relationship for two and a half years. Um, I was a constant people pleaser in the relationship and with friends, um, giving myself and money and material things. And I was doing this for someone that I thought felt the same about me, but they did not. And I was not getting back what I deserved. And I was ignoring lots of red flags. And I really didn't know what my worth was. And I didn't feel good enough. And I almost hit rock bottom. And I really made a decision that I I needed some intervention. I needed to change, you know, I needed to find something to make my life better because I am a worthy person and, you know, I am a good person at heart.
0: I love that. Was that kind of the picture that you had before, um, you started your self-growth journey?
1: Before I started my, you know, my help, my self-growth journey, it was, I had a lot of negativity in my life, even though I thought I was being positive, I wasn't. And again, as I said, I was constantly people pleasing. You know, I, I, I see this now going through this and growing. I was more worried about everybody else than myself. And I was not putting myself first.
0: Mm. Yeah, I feel like that's such a huge theme that a lot of people struggle with just putting their yes like yes or no's like they struggle with kind of being firm with like their answers of when they really want to do something for themselves or for someone else Um, in order to put on that appearance that they care about somebody and I feel like you are such a very down-to-earth caring person that's doesn't go without saying right and I think everyone in general has such a like a soft spot for people they care about so tell me like what's been like Has that been a huge lesson for you on how to put in certain boundaries with even people you care about?
1: Well, you, you hit the key word was boundaries. I did not have boundaries and I didn't have boundaries for a long time. And I didn't even know that until we went through our coaching sessions and I started to grow. Um, I I really was confused about the boundaries and I didn't have those boundaries and that's why I lost myself. I was constantly giving in to people and giving in to this other person in my life. And I wasn't getting it back, but I kept telling myself, I, it's okay. It'll get better. Things will be fine. You know, we'll get through this or, or things will change and things never changed. And I just let that go. And, you know, shame on me, first of all, for doing that and allowing myself to get into that position but as i said before i didn't really understand it and i wasn't clear on it because i really didn't love myself and i didn't think highly of myself i was thinking highly of other people
0: mm. now i want to ask i remember you just mentioned about how you thought you used to think positive right you know i think many of us in society. Th- Think we know what positivity looks like but then we actually see more like striking positivity where it's like people are genuinely really comfortable with their own happiness and you know on social media or they're doing all the self-care activities every day what would you define as somebody who thinks they think positively versus somebody who actually is like in that self-love relationship
1: so what i've learned about myself and about positivity in this journey of growth was yeah i used to think positive like yeah i think today's going to be a good day but then one thing would go wrong and it would throw me off for the rest of the day or Hmm. i would allow somebody else's negativity to ruin my day so now positivity for me is it's work. It's hard work and you have to work at it every day. You have to change your routines. You have to constantly think about everything in your life that is positive. You have to be grateful. I wasn't grateful. I thought I was grateful, but I really deep down was not grateful. Mm -hmm. And when you're grateful, that really helps your positivity and that helps your happiness because when you're not positive you're not happy but you can't rely on other people or material things to make you happy which is what I've learned through this journey also so positivity is work you know we all have negative things come up I still from time to time now I have days where I have negative thoughts and I'm thinking about the past or things that have gone wrong that day. But now I pull myself out of it. I know how to pull myself out of it by all the practice and things that I've done over the last several months. And it's a work in progress. You have to do it every single day.
0: I love that. Like so much. I think that was one of the biggest things that we kept being very consistent within our sessions, right. Was making it a conscious effort, right. Yes. It's like that expression, like when somebody always waits for the other shoe to drop type of thing. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) We wake up and we just say, okay, today's going to be a good day. But then, you know, a customer yells at us at work or we are stuck in traffic or somebody's asking us for something for the millionth time we don't want to do. And it's like we get into this like negative energy and we're like, well, that. I good idea that good day is out of the window
1: <laughs> yes. yes so so you mentioned you know just a simple thing you mentioned traffic so traffic drives <laughs> me crazy so in the past you know I, I would get so upset and my day would be really you know ruined something sometimes because of traffic but now I get on the highway and there's traffic and yeah at first I'm like oh there's traffic but then I'm like it's okay everything's good I'm gonna get to work on time or I'm gonna get where I'm going everything's good could be worse Mm -hmm. you know so that's my mindset now as to not letting that spiral me you know out of control and make the day bad
0: yeah yeah I think one of the biggest themes we talked about was being present with yourself in those moments right yes
1: yes definitely and that's that's still (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's still a work in progress with me, and i'm I'm working very hard at that, as you know, that was one of my biggest challenges, yes. um, yeah. was being present and i'm I'm getting better at that, mm-hmm. but it's still very much a work in progress, and like I said, every day you have if you really want to accomplish your goals and be happy in life, you have to work at this every day. you know you can't just sit back and think it's going to happen
0: Mm mm-hmm you know it's interesting I feel like a perfect thing that I could just add in here is I've been reading the power of now as you've probably seen on my Mm -hmm. stories um and this is a huge lesson that I think is huge for somebody that wants to you know work on being more present and can understand it from a more I guess spiritual aspect um the ego, which we talked about a lot in our sessions, yes, is the conscious mind. So whenever we get frustrated, or fed up, or upset, or just annoyed at certain things um, in our day to day life, you know, the ego, from what I've read in this book, is some part of our mind, the consciousness that always looks at what's at hand based on the past or the future you know that's kind of how we yeah. go into like the overthinking overcritical mode where yeah. we're basing things off our past we're always thinking about the future what's going to happen blah 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 and it doesn't like when we focus on the present
1: <laughs> no yeah it's no absolutely mm-hmm. and and it wants you to as you said, keep reliving your past and your past negative experiences you think are going to have a negative experience on your future. But if you think that way, then that's going to happen.
0: Yeah, exactly. So with this lesson here, would you say you are more intuitive with the things that come up in terms of being present and focusing on your feelings? What comes up? Do you let it flow or are you still going through that, trying to tame the ego side of your mind?
1: A little bit of both and a little bit more of letting it flow now where, as you know, when we first started our sessions, that was hard for me and I I have to work at that. So that, that happens. And when things come up now, I'll just be like, okay, yeah, there's this negative thought. Okay, let's get rid of it. And let's think about something positive, but there are days, as you know, we're, we're human. So we have these days and there's days where things ruminate with me for, for a while. Sometimes it's a few hours and I have to really work to pull myself out of it, but consciously I try very hard not to let that happen.
0: Yeah. It's something with thoughts that is so hard on this personal growth journey thoughts are inevitable, right? Good and bad.
1: Yes. Oh, yeah.
0: But I think we get to put a definition on what is bad, you know, because if a negative thought comes up and we automatically associate it with negativity because it doesn't make us feel good, who's to say that perhaps that thought is coming up from a state of knowing that it could turn into a, a positive right right you know maybe there's some yes. digger digger deeping that we have to do like maybe there's some more personal growth that we have to do and it's like another obstacle that none of us like we're like wait no I thought we got here. We've done all the work but
1: <laughs> right exactly like yeah you you yeah. keep thinking you've done all the work but you you haven't
0: yeah <laughs> it's like a never-ending roller coaster right
1: Right. Right. And, and, you know, one of the things that trying to get those negative thoughts is, is changing your outlook, but also changing your habits. And, you know, you gave me a book to read, what the habit changing book, I I forget the exact name of it, but um, you know, reading that book, I was very serious about changing my habits and I I've done that. And, you know, I get up now in the morning, I meditate every morning, which we have talked about meditating. Uh Um, It is very hard for me, I I work at that, it's getting better, but I still consciously do it every morning. Um, I journal, I write, I have a gratitude journal that I write down every, you know, five to eight things every morning that I'm grateful for. And then I do that, I do that at night also, before I go to bed, I journal. Um, I journal about you know other things that come up negative things because that helps you get rid of it you know and that's a big habit that i've changed Mm -hmm. um so just changing your habits too will help you i feel help me with my negative thoughts and and how things are perceived one of the other things i've done and we've talked about and you've actually helped me write some of these were daily affirmations and i as a ritual i say my affirmations in the morning and then throughout the day. And that that helps me too when I have a negative thought. I stop and I say my affirmations or I say one or two of them that I think are, are powerful for me in that moment. But one thing I started doing when I was really tr- starting to go down the rabbit hole is I will stand in front of the mirror in the morning and say my affirmations and look myself in the eye when I'm saying my affirmations. And when I'm done, I'll give myself a high five.
0: Oh, my goodness. Oh, that's like a Mel Robbins move. <laughs>
1: No, I, I, you know, I, I just, I, I don't know. I just, I, I saw somebody doing that and I said, let me try it. And it it really is powerful.
0: Have you heard of Mel Robbins?
1: Yes. Yes. I've actually listened to some of her stuff on her podcast.
0: Yeah. She, she kicks your butt in gear. I'm telling you, it's like, (laughs) her energy is just like total reinforcement. And I think she always talks about like high-fiving yourself in the mirror.
1: Yes, she has mentioned that. And I've I've seen it other places too. But yes, she definitely has mentioned that.
0: Yeah. So I think that's so powerful, everything. It sounds like you've really made this routine, like, very consistent, you know, has there ever been any days where you've kind of like, gotten off the wagon at all? Or? And how do you feel on those days? Yeah, I
1: I have I got up. Actually, this happened about a week or so ago, I, I woke up in the morning. And I'm like, I'm not doing, I just don't feel like it today. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing anything today. I'm just going to sit here with my coffee. I felt, I felt terrible. Like in the middle of the day, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm like, I felt out of routine. Like I didn't do my routine now. I'm getting used to this routine. So then I'm like, wait a minute. Oh my gosh, I didn't do this today. You know, what's the matter with me? I, I kicked myself in the butt. I said, don't do that again.
0: Were you able to do it before you went to sleep that night?
1: yeah, I still did the journaling. I did. Yes, I did. And I said my affirmations that night, but throughout the day I fell off because I didn't do it.
0: I think that's like the tell the telling sign, right? Like when, when your intuition is so strong to the point where it's able to kind of, kind of reinforce what it's used to, right? Like we get to tell our subconscious that this is what it needs to feel good, to feel light, to feel positive, to feel nourished. It's like, correct and interesting our body kind of reminds us of what we need even the times we just don't feel like it
1: <laughs> right right and um, the, even the days you don't feel like working out once you work out you feel great you know yeah
0: <laughs> yes it's hard to do that in the winter though for sure right but then you get oh yeah
1: cold, oh, like, yeah.
0: oh. <laughs> <laughs> do you still do your bike rides and such or is it too cold well I'm pretty um
1: I'm pretty much done with the outside riding. Um, I think there's a couple of hardcore people that, you know, do them in the winter. I mean, that's like a game day decision depending on the weather, but I have my spin bike. So at least four times a week, I'm on my spin bike in the morning.
0: Ooh, okay. So you don't have to yeah. warm your car up and go out. No,
1: nope. I got one right in my house and I just yeah. get up and I get my coffee and I do it. And it's cool. Cause I can, you know, I can ride like, um, I was riding in Portugal this morning. I can ride all different places, you know, which is really cool.
0: Now I know why people love spin class so much. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, wow, something must be. uh... (laughs) You got to try
1: it. There you go. Try it. Break the habit. Try it.
0: (laughs) For sure. You know, I'm definitely relate to you in that aspect too, where it's like, you know, because I feel like you could obviously like people want to get into working out. It's so easy to do it from home now. There's so many YouTube videos, so many ways to do it at home. And I think a lot of people learned to start doing that, especially like when COVID shut us down and everything like that was one of the biggest things for me. Yep. I used to go to the gym all the time, but then I couldn't. So I picked that home workout routine. And now I don't even want to go to the gym anymore. Um, yeah.
1: Why would you, right? Like you said, in the wintertime, especially, you got to get up, go start your car, warm up, and you got to yeah. wear a coat and everything else. It's crazy, you know?
0: Yeah. But relating back to what we were saying, it's like, it's a conscious effort to wake up every day and say, I'm going to do this because it's also very much easier to not do it, you know? Correct. You're in the comfort of your own home. You're not kicking yourself in the butt to go outside and go somewhere else to work out. So it's like when you're there, you have to work out. But when you're home, it's like, yeah, you could totally give it up. You can totally let it, you know, go on another day and another day. But it's all about the mindset, right?
1: It is all about the mindset. And that's that's exactly how changing your habits and changing your routine and, and changing your positivity is really part of your mindset every day, you know, all day,
0: you know. I know we kind of brushed over sort of like the very first initial step of when you took the leap of faith on personal growth and, you know, working with me and, and starting our first session, you know, I, I, I want to ask, like, what were you feeling? What were the emotions that were coming up for you, like in our first discovery call, um, where you were sharing with me your story and like this is what you wanted to change because you were like all in like you didn't necessarily hold yourself back you weren't second guessing yourself about the investment but I just want to ask like, were there any setbacks or worries or fears that came up about what you were about to invest in?
1: No, once once I, I took that leap of faith I felt we were meant to be connected because i was visiting my son in washington dc i went down to see him over the summer and i was waiting in the airport for my flight i i had been listening to different podcasts for the last several weeks before that and i don't know how i don't remember why but i came across your podcast and i was just so like taken back by just your, your drive and your passion and the things that you were talking about really resonated with me. And a lot of things that happened in your life, you know, were happening in my life. And I'm like, I, I really, you know, I was in a bad place. I was really, you know, I know our first call you, I know you had even said that you felt like I had so much energy and, and, but I was, I was in a really bad place and I was, I was alone. I was scared. And once we did that discovery call, that was life-changing for me. I was all in, but I was just, I wasn't scared about the process or what I was investing in. Uh, Once we had the call, I knew that this was going to be one of the most positive things that I've ever done because I am the type of person, no matter what I do, I'm all in. I'm 100% in. And I put 110% effort into things. And I hope you saw that through our sessions. Once we started, you know, it was just, it was amazing.
0: I always felt that energy from you, Ron, about being all in. And I honestly think that's a Capricorn thing, not to bring (laughs) a strong back in here, but I have always felt that way, like in my heart, when I'm 100% even like a thousand percent in for things when you know, it's a yes, like a thousand percent. Yes. Like there's nothing that can hold you back. Right.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We're all powerful manifestors. Right. In a spiritual sense. Right. But something that really resonates when you talk about boundaries too, because I've had to learn this as well is, you know, we're all in for pretty much any path in life, any relationship, any career, like where we could pretty much do anything right. That we set our hearts out. Right. to. do. Yeah but it's like, we have a hard time saying no, because we know we're capable of doing everything that we put our minds to. Right. Yeah. Does that Mm -hmm. resonate? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's like, we kind of hold ourselves back and say, okay, is this like a hundred percent? Yes. Or is it like a 50%? Yes. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: (sighs) Has that came up for you at any points in your life where you could, but like down the line, you realized you were like, mm, this was definitely much more of a no.
1: <laughs> Part of that, what you, what you had just said, I, it didn't end up being a no was me being alone was really hard mm-hmm. and me doing things on my, by myself was, was hard. And, you know, that was definitely going out of my comfort zone. So there were at times that I said, Oh my God, this, this, like you said, is a no, I, I shouldn't be doing this, but I had to do it. And I knew I had to do it to grow and be a better person. And to that was a boundary I set with myself. And, you know, we talked about earlier boundaries, and I didn't have boundaries. And I started to set boundaries for myself. And that was one of the things was, I I have to do things on my own. So yes, I was at a lot of times like oh my gosh why you know I'm out with this group of people and I don't know anybody I was like oh my gosh I, I want to leave I want to get out of here I don't want to do this you know but I had to end up doing it because I had to push myself I pretty much always had something or someone in my life and I really was not alone in being by myself and I, I relied again this was The relationship I had with myself which was not good I relied on somebody else to make me happy or make things better and I told myself that you know one of the boundaries that I had to set with myself was that I had to be first I had to put myself first and putting myself first was doing things that I wanted to do that, I enjoyed doing, even though they may have been uncomfortable. I still had to push myself to do that. And I had to also set boundaries with people in my life. And, and we had talked about this uh, during our sessions, also, is you know, there are people in my life now that aren't in my life anymore because of their energy and their negativity. I could not continue to keep those people around because of the mindset and the growth that I was achieving and wanted to achieve, you know, for the future. So that was a boundary that I really had to stick firm to.
0: That's a huge obstacle when we start, you know, going down this personal development path. It's so hard to let go of people that may have idolized an older version of you through your old habits right your old routines right the old energy you had where you gave and gave and were this like Mm -hmm. I guess not facade but it's just like who you were for them and once you start becoming a person for you you know you start coming into your own likes and dislikes and passions and ideas and things that really make you happy it's hard to relate to other people, would you say?
1: Yes, yes, it definitely is hard to relate to other people. And I, I've, I've even had people at my employment tell me that you know, you're different. Like you're a different person. you you, you know, you're. And and I'm a firm believer now of going through all this. Is you know, you definitely get back what you put out. And I've noticed by being happy and being positive, um, even some of those negative people don't want to deal with you anymore.
0: How were you able to kind of pull out the weeds you would say?
1: <laughs> well, you just you know you don't want I mean me personally now I, I don't want negativity in my life at all and anybody that has that mindset or is just constantly a negative Nelly I don't I don't want to deal with that. I I can't go back to that. You know what I mean? I can't bring myself down to that.
0: Yeah. I I completely wholeheartedly agree. You know, I think sometimes when it comes to metaphorically pulling out the weeds, right. I was listening to something about that where, you know, when you try to kind of like grow your own garden per se of like all of this positive nourishment and self-love, We, there are going to be weeds that we have to pull out like old people in our life and and negative energy that doesn't belong there anymore, because it's going to be so easy to keep trying to water those ones over the ones that are already like growing and planting and that already look really good, you know, like, yeah, right. Makes sense. It's like, because they're so dead and, and they're withering away, we feel like we have to keep watering them to come to our energy to come to our level of where we are in our growth but it's like one of the biggest challenges is just pulling them out you know when are we gonna actually right. come to that point where it's like it's not about trying to water them and give us give them so much of our energy to make them look up to where we are right
1: yeah exactly and and some people are never you know I've actually tried with one particular person that I'm friends with and you know, I've tried to be positive and, you know, make things about positivity with this person and um, it just wasn't working and I, I just, I, I, I can't do it. I can't, you know, go back to that. I just, I get a sick feeling in my stomach now about just dealing with negativity.
0: Are you, Would you say you are uncomfortable with negativity?
1: I wouldn't say I'm uncomfortable with it, but I'm a lot more cognizant of it right now. And I'm not, I'm not in that mindset where if somebody starts talking negative, say about somebody else or a situation, um, I'm not a willing participant. Like I used to be, you know, even the news, I, I really don't even watch the news anymore because there's so much negativity on it.
0: Oh yes. Yeah. No, the news is a huge trigger point. (laughs) I agree with that.
1: That's true. Definitely.
0: So you would say you've just become out of context of anything that doesn't complement your energy. Correct.
1: And you know, it's funny, I I noticed now, and and I don't know if you, you, and I'm sure you pick up on this, but I noticed now when even I'm out in public, like I notice when people are, are negative or when people are miserable, like it's so amazing now when you go through this and and you really change yourself, how you pick up other people's bad energy. You know, you, you, I notice it a lot more.
0: Oh yeah. It's kind of intoxicating. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yes. That's a good point. (laughs) I love that you said that. I feel like only people like us that have kind of awakened to like this growth and doing the work ourselves. It's so easy to look at those people and, and I guess not feel pity for them because it's like, you know, if they only knew that there was a way to kind of shift, right. Right. What would you say are like some of those flags that, immediately rub off as this, this person needs a lot of inner work to do.
1: Well, it's just, you know, how, if you're out in public, like at a store or restaurant, how they, how they treat you or how, what their, their verbalization is towards you, or even their body language is towards you. You know, you can tell right away by somebody's body language, even.
0: Yeah. I, I sense more in like the eyes and the tone of how someone speaks and the way they make eye contact. Mm, yes, sure, you know, um, are they really listening to what you're saying or are they just like kind of having an ear for you to, you know, talk noise into, you know, I've
1: right, you
0: know, there's a huge difference between somebody that generally is a um, in alignment with what you're saying. And they want to put their phone down they want to focus on you and, and and really try to at least be curious about what you're talking about um instead of you know finding other things to work on or or listen to right
1: correct right you you're, they don't have their 100 percent attention on on you and that is really you know disheartening you know, because I know, and you, you know, as you probably would do the same thing, you would give that person your 110% undivided attention.
0: Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. You know, one of the biggest things I've had to learn, um, and maybe you can relate to this as well is not trying to change the tone of my conversation, like what I feel passionate about talking about if I'm talking to somebody that's likely to just look at their phone and not very like attentive to what I'm saying, I had to learn not to go into a different tone of what I wish to represent. You know, it's kind of like you go into like this, all right, what can I say to actually make them listen to me type of attitude? Right. Yeah. That's a very
1: good, that's a very good point. Yes.
0: Yeah. And it's like, now you're not really being genuine to who you are because you're, masking what you actually like what actually lights you on fire you know
1: that's a good point because then you're you could be breaking a boundary that you set for yourself if you did that and you went in another direction with the conversation like you said you're not being genuine to who you really are
0: yeah you're you're kind of fitting yourself into the box of what they could listen to or or feel like they can relate to and it's it's not a good way to you know surpass your your what you actually feel is more aligned with who you are you know like setting that boundary 100 is so important of okay if you don't like what i'm talking about then i could i could leave it's yeah. not rude i could leave i could stop talking to you or just stop talking yeah then they would probably
1: look at you and say hey wait a minute why'd you stop talking you know
0: <laughs> sometimes it's just a lot easier to do that, though. I've, I've found myself just stop talking like they they're not listening. So why keep talking and yapping their ear off if they're not interested? It's a total normal, normal human thing to do. We're not bad yeah. people if we decide to protect our boundaries of what makes us who we are. You know, the right people right. Will come along and, and, and thrive in those conversations with you. Wow, that was like a really powerful topic, right there.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was.
0: <laughs> you know, um, I love just talking about boundaries and you know protecting your energy. I think it's such a vital part of your growth. And it sounded like that was kind of just the theme of what you needed on yours, right? Um, yes, that essentially what you were looking for when you when you when we first started working together. Like, what was your end goal?
1: Well, my end goal was, I didn't really know it at the time, even from the discovery call. I i, I didn't know, I didn't love myself and I didn't know that I didn't really respect myself. Like I, I didn't feel worthy mm-hmm. and going through all the, the steps and the things that we talked about and went through that really opened my eyes to. I, I am worthy. Like, everybody's worthy. You you have to tell yourself you are worthy and, and you are enough. And you can't let anybody tell you differently. You, you, you're definitely, that's the biggest message, like, I want to try to get to people here is you, you are worthy. You're worthy exactly as you are. You deserve, you know, love, respect from, you know, just as you are. You have to just keep telling yourself that. You know, you have to start loving yourself. And I didn't realize I wasn't loving myself. And I was actually disrespecting myself because I didn't love myself.
0: I remember many of the sessions you had those affirmations, right, of I am worthy, I am enough, I am respected, I deserve abundance, I deserve love, all of these really remarkable affirmations when you were doing like the vision boards and stuff. Correct. Um, if you feel comfortable, like I remember you saying you having a really hard time, like believing in those things, even when you were saying them to yourself almost every day, um, were you able, like, what was the turning point for you that really clicked when you finally realized, wow, like I am worthy. Like I am these things. I'm not just saying them because sometimes it could feel like it gets a little, repetitive after a while and you get frustrated and like, I've been there. It's like, am I really these things? Am I just saying them? Am I just writing them down? Like, you know, cause there's going to be yeah. days where we don't feel that way all the time. Right.
1: Yeah. So. Well, so that's where that's where the coaching came in to play with you, you being persistent with me and reassuring me and just then you get into the habits, like you have to do it every day, you know, you, and then I think when I started looking in the mirror and saying them, that was pretty much the turning point for me. It got very powerful for me. You have to keep doing it. You have to keep doing it, you know, every day.
0: I used to work for a gym for like two years. I used to see all those people sign up for memberships in the new years, <laughs> like yeah. around the years around this time. flooded with people I'm going to get a gym membership I'm going to come they would come for maybe a month yeah by like March they were all canceling
1: (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) going back to the affirmation so one of the things also that helped me and and this wasn't really a turning point but this has helped me from day one is and I, I know I shared this with you was I have an app on my phone and you would help me write you know, some affirmations. And then there's some affirmations I pick from the app and I have about a dozen of them. So I have it set where every hour my watch goes off, my phone goes off with the affirmations and I make it a point wherever I am to stop and look at that affirmation that pops up and, and read it to myself.
0: Is that, what is it called? Like I am. Or
1: something?
0: Um, yeah, I am. Yep. That's okay. the one. I love that. You know, I think if there's anything that we can actually look at look at our phone app besides social media is for reassuring us of um yeah those affirmations 100% it's a very powerful technique definitely i was going to say with the investment part of it right you know when you were talking about people pay $30 a month or you know they pay very low prices for certain things right like coaching obviously is a huge investment right depending on which that you work with but in terms of like your money mindset i know that was one of like my favorite highlights of our sessions with uh, the lululemon jeans
1: (laughs) yeah yeah
0: (laughs) i love that yeah
1: Um, you know it's funny i i was reading through our notes and i i it was, I took notes about that. I was reading that last night and that was so funny.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, um, I think majority of us struggle with, right? Like we struggle with paying a big price for certain things. Cause we're like, we automatically think about losing that money, right? Like, Oh, we're losing something before we're gaining something. Right.
1: Right. Right.
0: So what, did you gain from that perspective of money mindset?
1: Well, I gained the perspective of, as we talked about is money, money, it's just, it comes and goes. It's always going to come back to you, you know? And that's one of my, you know, my affirmations is, you know, money flows to me freely and, you know, that's just, you know, money's if you have that mindset, you know, you can manifest that too. You know, we had talked about briefly about manifestation and things like that, but you know, Mm -hmm. I, and that was though, basically that was a quality item that I purchased for myself. And I was putting myself first, even though my subconscious was saying, Oh, you shouldn't have spent that money. I was like, yeah, once I put them on, I'm like, you know what? No, these are great. I'm putting myself first. I'm keeping these, Mm
0: -hmm. you know? Yes. Yes. Yeah, no, I love that example because I still remember to a T of like when you first told me that story. And you know, you went into like this like critter brain the next week of like, oh man, should I return those pants? Should I just, you know, I could use that money? Because you were thinking about the loss of the money, right?
1: Yes. Even though I had it, I knew I had it, but I was still thinking about, oh, you know, because I had other things going on in my life and other goals that I was on track to achieve. And I'm like, well, if I spent this money, that's going to put me off track just a little bit. But then I thought about it and I'm like, well, it's not, I'm not really like derailing the train fully, you know?
0: Mm -hmm. I always say quality over quantity, right? Right. You know, we could pay small increments for certain things. It's like, when you pay for like a coaching course, that's maybe like a hundred dollars, you know, you pay for like the little tiny things. Cause you're like, it's not a lot of money that I'm losing, but you know, I remember I've paid for a few courses that were, weren't that much money, but like, I never watched them very much like, or I did, but like, I didn't really do the work because it was just a video. It wasn't like they were personally talking to me. Right. So you actually have a coach and you pay that big investment they are centering you they are talking to you you it's almost like you feel excited to like grow on this path. Yes. so mm-hmm.
1: so can i touch on that for a minute because yeah. one thing i wanted to to bring up was you know i didn't really know much about coaching at all before you know i was introduced to you and and, the, and this came up and i decided to you know use you as my coach i really felt taking that investment was that was somebody that was going to hold me accountable. Somebody was going to be my cheerleader, but also somebody who was going to kick me in the ass, which you did <laughs> from time to time when I wasn't doing what I was supposed to do to make my situation better. I mean, you know, we keep going back to the gym, but you can join a gym. And if you, you can walk in there and not know how to use any of the machines or not know what workout to do, you know, unless you had some kind of a trainer to guide you in the right direction, right? So I could have done, this on my own like you just said I could have went to YouTube or I could have you know researched and read but I wouldn't have did that I, I would have I maybe would have did it for one week and I would have been like hey, I'm not, I don't have time for this you know yeah Um, I, I just I just can't stress enough I wouldn't be where I am without all the work that you you did for me and, and that we did together because it was It was so embodying for me and just really, I looked forward every Monday to that call. I was so excited. And Mm -hmm. so even on the days where I told you, you know, I didn't have a good week or I, you know, I still like, I got to do this. This is, I need this, you know, and every week I got better and better and I never looked back.
0: Would you say one of the biggest highlights was, because personally for me, it was such a a surreal, mind-blowing feeling. Like I could literally feel your energy when... In the very beginning you know we did this like visualization exercise of what you wanted for yourself like the the future ron that you saw it's also making yourself at home like a safe space to to come back to right
1: yes definitely
0: you know it's it's not the home that makes a home it's the person the people right
1: <laughs> yeah oh yeah you can have yeah that's a good point yeah you can have the nicest home and everything but you know it is how what you make of it and the people that are that are in your life you know in that home also
0: metaphorically speaking too it's like if we think of ourselves as a home you know we can take care of all the external forces like the money the career the passions the relationships we can make sure all of that looks good on paper but like internally what about the empty rooms that need a little decorating like you know like what if we yeah need to make sure like our internal side of ourselves is, is being taken care of hundred percent.
1: Yeah, definitely. And this is, this is how you achieve that. I mean, this is one of the ways you can achieve that is, you know, by, you know, having somebody guide you through this to make you better at all this stuff.
0: So with coaching, would you say like, how is, how would it, I mean, I know we pretty much described how it could truly benefit you, but would you have been this far with where you are without hiring a coach?
1: No, not at all. I like, like I said, I, I there's no way that I would have been disciplined enough, even though I'm, I'm disciplined with my habits. I would not have been, cause I, I, I needed somebody to, to talk to. I needed somebody to reassure me I needed somebody to say no this is I think you should go down this path or I think you should do this thing you know and let me know what you think I I just I I, no I would not have been no way
0: the therapy is I don't know sometimes I feel like therapists silently judge you (laughs) yeah yes (laughs) you know um because they're not looking at it from an angle where, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I know I do have friends that have amazing therapists,
1: Yeah,
0: but it's hard to find that one that really gets you. Mm-hmm. And I think it, it's the most difficult to do that because they're not exactly promoting like growth like a coach does. They're promoting um, more of a, I mean, therapists are kind of low key, would you say?
1: Yes. I told you, I did it. I did it for, you know, four years and yeah, I, I felt I had a good therapist, but there were times yeah. where it was, you know, like you said, very low key, um, talking about things and almost waiting for a response
0: from them, but didn't get one, you know? Well, that's what blows my mind. People are in therapy for years, years. Like, why are you in therapy for that long? You know, I, I just can't wrap my head around it around. Is there any work actually being done in those sessions? If you're in them for years, you know, it's like, yeah. Normalize that. Yes. It's like a never ending journey of growth, but. You know, I feel like one of the biggest breakthroughs is that when you have a time slot of, okay, this is three months. It's a big investment. I'm putting my heart and soul into it. I'm going to do the work. And I have a coach who's going to remind me of when I don't want to do the work. And that brings me up when I, I'm missing something, right. Or right. another path yeah. I could take besides looking at it at a certain way. You know, it's like, I just like, would you agree with that? It's, it's
1: yeah. Oh, it's and, and I wish I'd known about this years ago, but you know, you go back to, you know, you're, you're there and you're guiding and you're giving suggestions on you know here's like the vision boards I keep going back to the vision boards because for me it really resonated but you you had me do several vision boards but a therapist isn't really telling you or giving you ideas on what to do to make this better they're just listening to you
0: I feel like when you express your feelings good or bad to a therapist I feel like they kind of head nod a lot you know, um,
1: yes, (laughs) yes,
0: it's true. They head nod. Yeah. And you know, I, I just don't, I've never gotten that energy. Maybe I've just never found the perfect fit, but I've just never gotten that energy where they look at an end goal. They look at where you are now and they try to help you with, with where you are in your current reality, but they're not reframing the reality you want.
1: Right. Now, like I said, I, I did have some good experiences, um, you know, early on with what I was going through, but again, it wasn't, it was getting me through that situation, but it wasn't so much an end goal. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Totally not. I don't mean to bash therapy.
1: (laughs) No, no, not at, no, absolutely not at all. And, and I, you know, I'm, I'm a proponent for it, you know, really to, some people need to talk to somebody, you know?
0: Yeah, no, I, I'm always the first to ask people if they are in therapy, because there are things that you should talk to a therapist versus a coach about. Yes, people get very confused with that, you know? Yes, definitely. You know, so I think it's therapy is the first step to growth. You know, if you need to let out all that negative energy, but you know, even as a coach, when I sense negative energy myself, I'm like, you are not necessarily the ideal client I'm looking for. Like, as long as you have a therapist on the side, we can talk about the positive, right? We can talk about how to come out of that negative.
1: Right. And and you also have to, you know, you have to have the mindset of, you know, you want to come out of that negative energy. You know, you can't just keep going in week after week and and talking about the negative without you know, even to your therapist, you have to try to be making some type of progress. You know what I mean? At least you would hope for yourself that you want to be making some type of progress.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And um, it just goes back to what you were saying, though. I feel like sometimes people, it really depends on like your timing. And it's something I've had to learn, too. Like when I was working with my own coach is some people just are not meant to come out of that shell you know it's it's take them a long time you know um those people are usually kind of burned by the light of what we've established right you know it's like when we say yeah talk to people we have those conversations we're shedding light on things that are more worthy of talking about but those people just can't take them as as we do you know it's it burns it doesn't feel good because it doesn't right you know not there yet right now that we've established pretty much who you were before coaching and the whole ride to where you are now like so many amazing things I'm just like so proud of you I just want to say that I say that to you all the time and I'm always trying to check up on you and you do thank you (laughs) you know
1: and that was one of that was one of the things too that I really um was so appreciative of uh, during our sessions and and even now that we're, we're done with our sessions, you know, I, I could text, send you a text and you were so grateful with your time and, and, you know, your compassion and, you know, I I'd be excited about something that I did or accomplished and I would text it to you and, you know, you'd be so supportive and, and it just meant so much to me and really, you know, helped me to know that I had a friend there that I could, you know, talk to and say hey look at this you know I'm I am growing look at look at what I did you know what I mean and, and you were so great with that
0: I really appreciate that you know you you've honestly been one of the best clients um and your journey has been honestly very remarkable you know I I'm taken away by how motivated you were every single day to show up a hundred percent like it takes some of my clients a few sessions to really amp up their energy but you were on fire pretty much like every session even when we went really deep with some of the lessons that you were trying to learn like you were just ready to pick out your notebook your pen and you were like tell me what to do isabel and i was like
1: <laughs> yeah but i will tell you there as i said in the beginning there were yeah. i i hid my emotion i was A couple of those sessions, I was really, really in a bad place and I was, it was really hard for me, but you know, that's kind of what I've done my whole life. I kind of mask my problems, you know, and I, I try to trudge through them. And that's why the title of my book would be resilience because I felt I've done that numerous times in my life.
0: Resilience. I love that word. Would you describe that as kind of like the theme of where you're headed towards?
1: Definitely. I mean, I, I feel, you know, you know, I'm on so much of a better path. Um, you know, I'm really trying to channel my thoughts, you know, being positive every day. Like we talked about, I know what I want out of life now, and I know how I can achieve that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, whether that be through my, you know, my job or my, my personal life, I, I, really understand now that I still have to put myself first and I still have to love myself Mm -hmm. and you know I have to take care of myself and you know yes other people are important but I'm the most important one and that's what anybody that's listening to this you need to really tell yourself that you are the most important person and you're not going to get anywhere you know, in life, if you don't believe that you have to put yourself first.
0: Where would you say your core values lie?
1: My core values are, are still, I don't, you know, that's, that's one of the perplexing things is I don't believe I ever changed, even though I didn't love myself, or I was was not putting myself first and I was people pleasing, I still at the core was a loving, caring, honest, loyal person. I never lost those core values. I just didn't put them in the right order.
0: You know, I think that is huge. You know, I think we all have some core values always, right? Like yeah, we live by certain values in our day-to-day life, whether we're on a spiritual self-growth journey or not but it comes to that point where we're not trying to create these values in our life we're just kind of getting misaligned into the point where we become aligned with what those core values were in the first place like we all Mm -hmm. are different right right so what would you say are those like i maybe top three to five core values that you've always had
1: like I said before, loyalty, um, caring, honesty, um, loving, and just really trying my best to be a good person.
0: What kind of like individuality or being just, yeah, I guess that's a good uh, to... I,
1: I think I have more individuality now going through this growth process than I did before.
0: What does that mean to you?
1: That means that I choose me. And that means that I know now that I'm enough. And as I said earlier, you know, I, I need to put myself first and I need to, to love myself. <laughs> I, I did, I didn't, wasn't choosing me for a long time. And um, I, you know, that's what got me into this. So not, not
0: anymore. The title of Ron's next chapter is I choose me.
1: <laughs> I choose me. There you go.
0: Yes. <laughs> yep. Oh, that is so, wow. I'm, I'm speechless. Your growth is insane. I, I hope you acknowledge that. Like you've came so far and just. Yeah, I, six I have.
1: And, and I'm, you know, I was thinking about this a couple days ago and in my life right now, is, and you know, that's one of my affirmations too, is I, I keep telling myself is, you know, everything's always working out for me. You know, everything's always working out for me because everything is my, my life right now is probably the best it's been in a very, very long time, even going through what I went through. My life is amazing right now. Mm. And I, just how I feel about myself, everything that's happening in my life, how things are going. Um, it's its amazing. But again, you have to put the work in, you know? And I definitely feel, you know, like I said earlier, you, you get back what you put out. And, you know, you can manifest things and they happen, but you have to have the mindset. You have to want to grow and you have to want to do this.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I want to just ask lastly, when you say things have obviously been so much better, has anything physically in your current reality changed from when we first started, or was it just all a mindset thing?
1: Mostly mindset. Uh, physically, I've really thought about, manifested, you know, put out positive energy, and I've gotten back positive energy you know, my, my job is amazing and, you know, I wasn't planning this or looking for this, but somebody came into my life that is amazing right now. And, and as it's in the very early beginning stages, um, I'm really looking forward to seeing where it's going to go. And I'm just, just really amazed and taken back by how all this has happened.
0: I'm so happy for you. (laughs) You know, I think when we think about changing our life we think we have to just up and change every single aspect of it in a way where like we have to change our job we have to change you know the money we're making we have to change our body it's like I feel like sometimes people get the quote change your life in a different regard it's like your life is your world like it's your external reality it's what you manifest every day you wake up and choose to go to work, make money, the people yeah. you surround yourself with. It's not really about changing your life. It's about changing you in regards to how your life gets to turn out moving
1: forward. Right. Right.
0: And that's the absolutely. beautiful thing. Right. Would you say?
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and you can change that by how you think.
0: Yeah. It's a exponential skill when you realize you are in control of the compass right that you said like every day you wake up and the way you think and choose thoughts manifests in into the outcomes that happen you know
1: right yes and and the energy you put out too
0: exactly
1: that's and i i'm i'm really positive that you feel that too because you're a positive person and you put this positive energy out there and i'm sure you see what comes back to you you know
0: you know it's like what we were talking about the other day like the universe god whatever you want to call it like gives you tests right it's very interesting i've had many of those tests recently and you know I feel like back then, you know, you'd probably feel the same. Like we immediately start overthinking what this test is like, you know, overthinking, oh, if I do this, like, was this going to happen? Or if I go down this route, like, what if this happened? Like uh, the ego, right. Goes into mission and starts thinking about the future. And then, you know, base our feelings off the past of like, what could happen? And it's like being present is where we get to truly make intuitive decisions. Right. Right. These tests.
1: right. And and yes, I've had several tests as as we've talked about and, and as you know, much as yesterday through our texts that you know sometimes you don't even really understand what the test is, you know. And you yeah. pointed out something to me that I didn't even think about, you know, in, in the <laughs> test that I think I was I'm I'm I was going through. So mm-hmm. um, I, I think that, yes, you it's, you, you can't, <laughs> you, as hard as that is, you have to be present. Like you said, you have to just let it flow. As they say, you got to let it flow.
0: I think you've done that so gracefully, this whole journey, you know, and these last two months since we've, you know, conquered our journey together, you know, I'm going to end with this amazing podcast conversation as much as just like having a breath of fresh air with somebody on the same path um where do you feel like 2023 is heading ron for you uh
1: 2023 is heading in an amazing uh direction i'm 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 on a path to you know achieve everything that I want, I'm, I'm on a path to putting myself first every day and loving myself and understanding why I need to love myself and being grateful and just even being grateful for the little things. Um, We, we overlook that a lot, but I'm, it's just endless what I think I can accomplish in 2023.
0: I love that answer. It's just like, the road ahead has so many possibilities for you is what i heard
1: yes absolutely and and just possibilities that i real what i really want out of life and i'm going to achieve it i'm going to do it it's going to happen
0: 100% i and, totally believe that for you
1: and i'm just you know i want to just end by saying i'm so grateful and thankful for you and everything that you've done to help me get through this journey and, um, you know, continuing to be a great friend and, um, you know, just, it's been amazing. And I, I just, I can't thank you enough.
0: I thank you for finding me because, you know, you, you gave me purpose as a coach, Ron, like, you know, I, I'm sure you've heard my recent episodes. I was, I was going through some battles myself and the times where I needed reassurance you did that through our sessions even without you knowing <laughs> oh,
1: I'm, I didn't know that but I'm I'm, I'm glad I, <laughs> I was able to do that for you and I'm sorry you're you were going through that those things but I'm glad that I not knowing could help you
0: <laughs> no it, it's not a bad thing you know it's just oh no, no I no I'm you know I'm we're, you know we go through our own. Uh, ruts sometimes. And when I was going through mine, you were one of the clients that I was just so grateful to come across, you know, um, because even though we were focusing on you, it gave me purpose because I knew that, you know, we were both on the same path. Like we both were talking about growth. We were talking about really some of the lessons that you know, we needed to remind ourselves about, right?
1: Right, right, exactly.
0: Talk about self-love, right? Like that was the theme of our sessions was how can we love ourselves in spite of how life likes to kind of just get us in these ruts.
1: (laughs) Right, exactly. No, you're exactly right.
0: That was just, you were a reminder for me sometimes, like,
1: well, I'm glad that makes me feel really good that I was able to help you because I was able to give back a little bit to you as much as you <laughs> yeah. gave to me. So,
0: <laughs> yes, of course, you know, uh, we're all human. And so I had to learn to like as a coach, you don't want to what was the statement I always said, progress, not perfection, like,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, pro- yeah, exactly. Right. Oh no. yeah. And it's never for, it's really never perfection. I mean, there's always work to do on something.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know, I had to listen to my own self sometimes. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like, I think that's the end goal. Right. You know, cause in the, in the past we always give the best advice to everyone else that sometimes we need to hear. And then it comes to the point where when you fully love yourself, you're able to really know those answers for yourself and act upon them and not have to hear them from somebody else, you know, like, right, right. Would you agree? Yeah.
1: Uh, no, absolutely. I've already, uh, uh, there's been a couple of people in my life that have, I've already started trying to help with this. Try, you know what I mean? The journey that I've gone through, I'm trying to help them now, you know, and they're asking me questions about things. So I'm trying to to help them, you know, in little ways, you know, just to be positive.
0: What would you say, do you have a favorite episode that you would tell, like, tell everyone that they should listen to?
1: Yeah, this one. No, I'm kidding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think, no, I think they should. This is a huge one, you know? Um, this is the first I, I, planned, I, I, like, episode, so I think 100%. The
1: one about the faith, that kind of hit home with me, you know, tapping into faith
0: um wow
1: in the law of attraction one that that really hit home with me
0: oh like if it's real yeah yeah that was that's interesting so those ones resonated with you most
1: yeah those ones i i think um resonated with me most and and the last one i think was the um the negative thought one that one at the time for me that really at home Um, I would put that I think I listened to that one one is one of the ones I listened to probably three or four times Um, I did a lot of walking in the summer and I would just put on your podcast and I would walk and I would just listen to these and I would just play it again and play it again and you know and you know I took lots of notes on these and we would talk about them during our sessions you know
0: oh my goodness I love that this was able to be such a good outlet for you just to like reflect on your growth too like I mean, that was the mission of the podcast, you know, is reassuring people every week that it's possible. People are here to remind you of things to reflect on, whether it's right. suffering, um, and and, you know, thoughts and all that stuff that you were talking about. It's, you know, I feel like it's like having me in your back pocket.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right.
0: You know, exactly. so... I'm so glad you were able to resonate with those and that we were able to connect. And, and I just, I cherish our time together and I cherish you, your time and your energy and being here today and, and, and sharing your story. And it only gets up from here. Like I believe that wholeheartedly that you have done so much work. And I know you say, I still have work to do and, you know, just be easy on yourself is all I say every day, you know, going forward. Don't okay. overwhelm yourself with all of the work that still needs to be done because you're you're a work in progress, right? Not perfection.
1: <laughs> right. Yes, exactly.
0: And being who you are, Ron, as the loving, caring, honorable soul. Um it's it's everything is gonna happen exactly the way it's meant to for you. And I think that's what's going to get you places, you know? Yeah, exactly.
1: Well, I'm I'm very grateful for you and thank you again for everything. And, um, you know, let's please still stay in touch. And um, I wish you nothing but the best and, you know, success and happiness and, and everything that you want out of life.
0: Right back at you. <laughs> thank you. If any of the lessons or the topics that we discussed in today's episode really resonated with you. Be sure to reach out to me on Instagram at Burgundy Bell or visit my website for more information at www.madeformorecoaching.com. The new year is arriving and I have so much more exciting news that is coming your way as my business is building and my clients are thriving. And I have honestly invested so much in myself this year to the point where I can't wait to see who takes that next leap into the life of their freaking dreams it is so possible for you a lot of the times we normalize waiting until january 1st to become that new version of ourselves and we have no idea where we're going we have no idea what we're doing and we just know that it's the new year people normalize rebranding their entire life around with no idea with how to set themselves up for exactly what they want really tapping into their inner desires and really framing that vision of what it is that lights your soul on fire of what actually makes you the true heart led abundant leader of your own freaking life it is so incredibly liberating when you get to stand in front of your own life you get to create that vision you get to do the work every single day and you get to embody that And you know where you're headed. You know what you're doing. You know what's coming. You know what you're receiving because it gets to be your turn. It gets to be your time to say that it is meant for me right now. It is meant for me because I am worthy. It is meant for me because I am enough. It is meant for me. My life that I desire, that dream that I can't stop thinking about is already meant for me because I wouldn't... Be hushing it down. I wouldn't be constantly wondering if it's meant for me because it already is. And you just have to say yes. So why not make that first step? Why not decide that your life gets to be different? It gets to be better. It gets to be more. It gets to be exactly what you want right here, right now. Stay tuned and look out for a new, exciting opportunity to involve yourself into a like-minded community of what growth can actually look like on you, because it looks damn near gorgeous. (laughs) And I can't wait to see who's ready to join this amazing, new, exhilarating ride to the lifestyle of your dreams. It gets to be better than you've ever freaking imagined. And I can't wait, I cannot wait to see who joins me and the rest of the daydreamers into turning their dreams into a reality.